Like, it's very easy for me to understand what that would be like as an athlete. Like, I was getting... Um, will you stop messing with your microphone? <laughs> You're so picky. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. All right. That was all, all recorded. Oh. You could have tilted the mic up so it didn't record that. You're like, yeah, this is super interesting. Oh, you're drinking now. You are so annoying. That's refreshing. back to the afternoon snack podcast uh i'm meredith here with alex hey hey yeah you have to speak um and we've got a good episode for you today first let's start off by thanking our sponsors for the episode we don't have any sponsors for the episode <laughs> we sponsored the episode mm-hmm. sponsored by tactic nutrition shameless plug <laughs> um it is my favorite company, so. It's a great brand. It is. I mean, like, man, those guys do a good job. There are so many good things about it. I don't even want to get into it because yeah. it, you know, it would take over the whole episode. <laughs> um, speaking of tactic, uh, we kind of accidentally, without much fanfare, celebrated our two-year uh, anniversary. Yep. It's been two years and six days. That was last week. Since we incorporated. Oh, you've got the date memorized. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. Did you ever think we would make it this far? No, because almost every month I'm like, business is going to fail. But I always think the worst. <laughs> like, what could po- what could be the worst possible thing that could happen? And let's base our uh, emotions. Instagram's going to get Instagram's going to get hacked. All of our clients are going to leave. Everyone's going to burn their tactic T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Prepare for the worst. If you if you prepare for the worst, you're always pleasantly surprised. And I am almost every month. It's phenomenal. So it's the true. It's the true way to living a happy life how do you think the brand how do you think the company the business has changed since we started two years ago i don't think it's changed that much like i think we kind of started with core values and we really stuck with them yeah and it's really just about like helping as many people as we can Mm -hmm. interjecting ourselves into every little person's life and changing it for the better just like bullying our way in (laughs) sometimes be like hey i'm your coach (laughs) just question after question after question <laughs> what are you watching on netflix well that's cool what are you doing this weekend what is that i don't know what that is just like how annoying can i possibly mm-hmm. be but like that's how, that is how you build relationships mm-hmm. with people yeah and i think like some of the lo- the longest standing clients that we've had um i don't know i feel like half the time we talk about mostly not nutrition which yeah. is kind of cool when you can get to somebody or get somebody to that point anyways where it's like you know it's mostly good and um, they know that we don't need to talk about every single like minute detail that is in their nutrition log. So like, yeah, yeah, I think like if you can reward someone for good nutrition by not talking about nutrition as great as a topic as that is yeah. and talking about other things, that's what I like, then it's motivating for them to stay yeah. on point. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I think our, our, like our Instagram has gotten better. 
yeah, we post more often. Try to come up with different stuff. Stay on top of. Yeah, like the, the look of it's stuff. better. I think we. Um, I mean, you you remember when it was early when it was young? We spent a lot of time kind of just like battling people, mm-hmm. uh, and I th- think that I don't know what like I don't know exactly why that was, but uh, we don't have to do that so much anymore. We don't fight on the internet quite quite as often. I mean, like it's one of my favorite pastimes, but <laughs> it does it is time consuming to do that. But maybe people have just gotten tired of it and quit. <laughs> it's a lot of like hey meredith did you see this comment and then it's like you've seen the like the kermit the frog meme where he's like just like typing away on the typewriter like that was literally me for like the first six months of our instagram just like like beating these people back and it's like look i'm not gonna post some bullshit on the internet without like having read a few articles or knowing what i'm talking about so like yeah i do have references and we tend to post those but yeah, we got into some like some heated ones, and I like a few of them. Always came down to like, well, you're not even RDs, and I was yeah. like, oh, I see what's going on yeah. here. Yeah, it's for the best. Yeah, it's good. You learn, and like you know, if you can't defend what you're doing, what are you mm-hmm. doing? I think it makes you better, and it I think helped us develop a little bit of a reputation. So yeah, not complaining. Stick our flag in the ground and mm-hmm. then defend it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, we'll keep doing what we're doing and see where things go in the next couple of years uh we're going to a new house that's our sort of life update right now oh wait we're gonna try to go to a new house so basically what has happened is we moved we've moved quite we move quite frequently well i mean like i moved across the continent yeah and then we stayed in my apartment for another year Mm -hmm. and then we moved for a year into an apartment that was super noisy dogs barking and stuff and then we moved again into our current like t- townhouse uh, it's like a, a multi-family home i e- think is how you would describe yeah it. so it's like it's pretty nice we've got like a basement gym it's smaller but it works yeah two bedroom one it. is an office one is a bedroom and then the we didn't realize when we moved in but there's like a vacant lot kind of right behind us like, like an old auto repair place yeah probably it. like 50 feet and i didn't realize it was like abandoned it's not abandoned but it's it's, it's not it's not in commission yeah i didn't even notice when we moved in i was like it's gonna be super convenient to get the car worked on there (laughs) that's what i thought and then like seriously the week later i was like oh my god the windows are busted in like that place is like abandoned (laughs) and then it was like well great like we discovered that a development company has purchased it and has already got approval from the city to build a six-story condominium building yeah it's like when is that going to start sure enough in the next like six <laughs> to eight months so but they're already like working they seem to be doing something out there with the building like working on getting it prepared for demolition or something i believe the word is remediation yeah well <laughs> or me- remuneration Remun- is that <laughs> you know they're doing remuneration like oh that's one of those alex words <laughs> yeah so that's going to get noisy. Yeah. And I'm movie. super sensitive to noise. So, yeah. So it's a good time to buy, I guess. The mortgage rates are quite historically low. And also I've yelled at the neighbor a couple of times for woodworking. So yeah, it'll be good to, to get away from that as well. Time to get out. So, so that's, that's exciting. It's going. It's ongoing. Yeah. Um, 
and the CrossFit Games happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, the f- first phase, it kind of felt like, you know, blink and it was over. Mm-hmm. But that was by design. I think it was meant to be quite short. So that was kind of neat. What do you think of that? Um, I, lo- I mean, I thought it was, I always look at a competition. I always judge it by the fairness because mm. fairness is very important to me. And I thought it was very fair. Yeah. Um, like the only unfair part of it after looking kind of closely and pe- watching people on Instagram was like someone like, and I don't want to take away from performances, but like Brooke Wells did extraordinarily well. And you watch on Instagram, like she had Alex Smith, Will Morad and Street Horner, like doing the workouts like right before. And like, you know, that's an advantage where it's like you look at other people and they maybe didn't necessarily be able to like watch the workout happen mm-hmm. right before they were going to do it. And like, and like granted Tia and, and Matt probably would have won anyways, but like they had each other to, yeah. you know, it's like they standardized as much as they could, but you couldn't say like, you know, you're not allowed to have anyone do the workout. Yeah. And I think they, they like, I'm assuming there was an understanding of that, which is probably why the workouts were released early. I don't know. Yeah. Um, cause it's like, we, you probably know that there's going to be people in more optimal situations. Yeah. Who have, like, For sure games level athletes who can test the workouts and you have people who don't. So if you release them early, at least you give people an opportunity to kind of level yeah. the playing field themselves. But yeah. Like I, I wonder, <clears throat> I wonder about certain people. Like I was cheering for, um, Andrea Niesler and I'm like, I mean, I don't, I mean, yeah, she's kind of doing her thing like up at, in, um, and not Minnesota. to say she doesn't have friends cause she's, you know, she has her teammates and stuff. She probably had her friend doing it, but it's like, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know what people are doing, but overall, like I heard a lot of complaints about it not being live streamed. And I'm like, yeah, but for fairness, like that just couldn't be the case. I think if you, if you understand what's going on, you understand like from a, you know, everybody's like, oh, Rogue did such a good job with the live stream. It was like everyone was competing together, even though they weren't like Rogue made people get up and do work as at three in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like that's not fair uh, to, to the athletes. And I think as soon as the games like as soon as they made a decision not to do that you also make a decision like not actively but you know that live streaming isn't going to happen yeah because you can't disclose scores or you shouldn't so i think too like with um dave kind of a little bit more in charge and um greg glassman out of the picture i think the sport is going to move in more of it like a direction of like legitimacy and fairness Mm -hmm. because and less of like a (laughs) a spectacle (laughs) i mean you look at last year they had hunter as like like wild cards like that shouldn't and i remember dave saying like i don't i didn't want a wild card like that's yeah it's not fair it's dumb and it kind of trivializes the efforts of people who go through legitimate routes to qualify yeah and i think they're going to move more in the direction of fairness and i think that was pretty much pretty um clear when you watch the games and you'll never make everybody happy especially like fans of sport like i'm i'm sure that you could say look person on the internet we want you to come and spectate the game. You're going to be the only spectator in Aromas. That person would show up and find something to complain about. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how it goes. And I think you have to go into, like, an, like an event like the games knowing that. Like, it was a good job. It was, it was as well done as it could be. And I think the five that are going are well yeah. qualified. And I'm excited to watch. Like, I didn't think I, was, I would be as excited to watch it online. Yeah, I enjoyed those... Um updates it was kind of like get like having been in like the athlete role like i was getting kind of giddy like when they were like sort of like hey we're gonna announce the leaderboard now we're gonna show you where it is yeah like it's very easy for me to understand what that would be like as an athlete 
like I was getting um will you stop messing with your microphone when you're so picky are you okay yeah all right that was all all recorded oh. you could have tilted the mic up so it didn't record that you're like yeah this is super interesting oh you're drinking now you are so annoying that's refreshing <clears throat> anyways it was easy to to understand the anxiety and the emotions probably being felt by the athletes so um definitely a, a new thing um yeah what else uh what else is going on um we're gonna talk about our about Lindsay, our other coach oh yeah how annoyed um, we are at her <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so i feel like so Lindsay. Um, so we, we all three of us have, we have an office at rise athlete and we go in there for training and coaching and stuff. And like, I feel like every time we go in there, Lindsay's like, she's just finished a workout or something. And she comes down and she's like doing PT with somebody or like you're ready to train. And it looks like she like literally just walked out of a hair magazine. (laughs) Like, how are you so attractive all the time? Like I show up and I'm like, you can tell that either like I haven't washed my hair in a few days. Like maybe I just got out of bed. I don't remember the last time I put on makeup when I went in there and I'm like, damn it. Now I feel bad. And she's just like parading around and like part of it is that she's just very like naturally good looking. But whenever I see her, I'm like, man, I wish my hair was longer. Oh, I know. I'm like, I shouldn't have cut my hair, but I'm like, my hair didn't even look like that when it was long. So yeah, she's not like I was missing out. So anyways, we're keeping her for now, but like if she gets any more attractive, she's done. Yeah. Out of here. Get out. Making us look bad. Um, on the gym note, we're doing a couple of seminars in the next couple of weeks. So we're going to Edmonton this weekend. This weekend will be September the, what's the date? 26th. The 26th. So we'll we'll be doing one at CrossFit Armory, September the 26th at, uh, 1230. Yeah. CrossFit Armory West right there's two locations yeah. crossfit armory west if you go on their instagram you can probably find how to sign up or yeah the links in the bio probably just show up too is okay mm-hmm. and then the following weekend we're gonna do one at rise athlete in calgary the gym where we're located october 4th which is the sunday at yeah. twelve thirty. yeah so sunday twelve thirty, october the 4th and they re- usually run like an hour hour and a half depending on how many people are there and how many questions so if you're in the area and you want to come by and see us, feel free. Um, we'll be there. It's There's plenty of space to socially distance yourselves. And uh, yeah, we'd love to see you. So mm-hmm. that's kind of our... And if you are if you own a gym or you know a gym that would want us to do a seminar, like we're kind of limited with travel right now to the Western Canada area. But, you know, long term, if you want to have us out um, in the U.S., as soon as it's safe to do that, we can definitely talk with you guys and set something up even remote i think would work so um but that's all of our updates we're going to get into our topic for the day uh, which is a good one i think it's something that we talk about a lot and um if you follow other i'm not going to say coaches because they're not really i don't know if they work with many people but like chris kresser and a few other people talk about this discrepancy between um you know, information and actually putting information into action. So there's this thing like we kind of, we live in the the age of information with the internet. There's, there's just easy access to all kinds of, um, information on nutrition and on health and on supplementation and sleep. And, you know, we, we still see people that 
kind of struggle to put it together. And you've seen it, you know, even in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, um, everyone knew that like smoking cigarettes was bad for your health, but people still smoke cigarettes. People still smoke cigarettes now. Mm-hmm. And it's like the information is there. So why is the, like, why does the behavior not follow? Yeah. What's startling about that? It's like, they actually have on cigarette packages, like pictures of like, like, like lung, like lung cancer. Yeah. Like, I think like the cigarette things a little bit, like there's a bit of an addiction. That is, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. But they've done research on like the impact of, um, refined sugar in the brain and it's like, yeah, it's triggering a different chemical release, but it is still triggering, triggering a chemical release. So I yeah. think you are, there's, there are situations, some situations where you're, you are battling, um, like biology a little bit, mm-hmm. but, oh, there's no question. I mean, we're designed to be lazy. Like we're, spo- like we're trying to, you know, our ancestors. Oh yeah. Our species is lazy. It's, and you're we're supposed to, to yeah. Like we're trying to conserve it. We are supposed to be conserving energy. Yeah. Like the lazy people survive because if you're always like, you know, out and about, you're burning all your energy reserves because food wasn't as available. Yeah. You're also done... biologically wired to crave high fat, high sugar foods. Yeah. Calorically dense foods because you need that for survival because you couldn't just get, you know, a Big Mac every day on the way home from work. Yeah. So they've done like, that's the interesting thing about like this research is they've, they've done research and they've shown that the people who, the way that behavior patterns develop in modern society, the people who are most uh, motivated to work for food and would have had the highest survival rate from an ancestor, like from an ancestral standpoint, that is like the, you're, you're most optimized from a genetic standpoint. If you have that, these are the people that are now obese mm-hmm. because you've taken this survival mechanism and you've put it in a Western society with like easy access to these foods that don't occur readily in nature. And it's like, what are you like, what is a person like that going to do? They're going to overeat those foods. So it's like, you know, it's genetics, but I can tell someone that I mean, like, look, this is what the research shows. This is what the, like the, the human genome shows and it's what anthropology shows. So you just need to be aware of that and not do it. But a person like that, what are they going to do? they're going to keep doing it because mm-hmm. there's a, a major disconnect between like, Oh, that's cool. And well, what do I do to change it? Yeah. So that's where like, when we talk about coaching, it's like, do you coach information or do you coach behavior? And if you coach both, like how much of each do you give to someone? Do you figure out what motivates somebody and then go that route? Like, how do you, how do you decide? I think it takes some getting to know people. I think for the m- most part, a lot of people aren't, convinced by information why is that i think you need to experience it like i can tell somebody all day long like if you eat this amount like if you control your like figure out how to control yourself like and you like lose 30 pounds like you will feel better but like they don't like in the moment like when they're 30 pounds overweight and they're looking at a cookie and it's like, well, I'm not going to lose 30 pounds if I don't eat this cookie. It's like, there's that instant gratification thing too. Yeah. Which again is sort of hardwired. Yeah. Well, the flip, the flip side of that's true too, right? You take someone who's, who's historically under eats, has a fear of eating and you say, look, like you're trying to perform in your sport or in CrossFit. If you can, if you increase your intake by three to 400 calories a day, you not only will perform better, but you'll start to look like the way that you want. 
and they're like no no i know that may work for some but that's not going to work for me like that's the response you get and it's like no here's the data like here's how it is and you have to like okay so now you have to take that person and like baby step them into Mm -hmm. the behavior and you have to like you have to get them to do whatever the minimum effective dose of that specific thing is and then see a positive benefit and you have to do that over and and you have to explain how to implement it so it's like sometimes i'll say to somebody all right um you need to increase your fiber but like i've said that to many clients and like nothing changes Mm -hmm. but now i'm like hey do you like raspberries and they're like i love raspberries i'm like all right please have half of half a cup of raspberries every single day and like they do that and then you explain like or hey you're pretty low in fiber like do you like raspberries and it's like you show them how to increase their fiber all right do you like broccoli yeah have a cup of broccoli every day so it's like you can't just be like hey add 100 calories it's like hey after your workout please have 20 grams of carbs like have a half a banana or banana you really have to like explain how to implement it Mm -hmm. and then after a week it's like how like are you feeling better yeah or like you know did you great job like somehow give them something that shows like great job on eating the raspberries or yeah are you pooping better in the morning (laughs) are you pooping yes okay that is like a good thing that's progress yeah do you feel like less bloated yeah I think for me it's hard like I've always had this tendency with and it's because I'm an information person like if you want me to do something if you're just like hey do this I'll be like no screw you show me the data but all you have to do is show me the data and then like all I need is the information. That's it. And so that's always been my tendency with people. And it, it really, it takes, and I still do it. Sometimes I still get, I'm like, I, I write these compelling <laughs> messages to people and it's like crickets. And I'm like, damn it, I did it again. <laughs> Where like, all I'm doing is, you know, I'm like, this is why you do this. This is why you do this. This is why, like the only thing I'm not doing is sending that person references. <laughs> like that's the only thing yeah. missing. <laughs> And so, like, I do have a handful of people I work with who are also like that. And so, like, that's easy because I don't have to change my coaching style at all. Like, I can just, like, here's the information. If you want the study, here it is. Like, yeah. I've had this many people that this approach has worked for, like, carry on. And they do great with that. Um, it's finding, for me, it's difficult. And that's that's partially just the way I am. But it's also because of, I think, the field that I worked in for so long where, like, it was all grounded on data. Like you don't get anything done without data and without evidence. And so I sometimes struggle with people who are, who don't fall somewhere on that spectrum and are all the way over on the, I, I need you to only talk to me about behavior. So that's like, that's where I've had to develop the most as a coach is just not seeing, like not seeing people as problems that need to be solved in like a scientific method it's like oh well here you go boom 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 do that you'll get what you want yeah because then like you know the next day or two days later you like log on and you see they have done nothing that you've told them to and it's like this makes no sense to me i know (laughs) i still i'm like i have clients who i'm like all right hit these macros like hit your fiber hit your sodium like i can literally just be like boom 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 do this and they do it like it doesn't i could tell them to like eat a piece of poop and they probably would do it just they're so compliant and like some of them like to know why some of them don't really care yeah they they've seen crazy results i'm not like pumping my own tires i'm just like they've lost weight they're progressing towards their goals they're doing what like they're they're perfect clients yeah and like i sometimes look at a client and i'm like 
another client i'm like why aren't you just doing it and it's yeah. like they sit there and like alex like i know I'm, I'm trying like i just you know i know i should be doing this it's a, i just i didn't last night i there's it's all excuses and they like they know they can do it but they don't and i'm yeah. like it took for a, a long time for me to understand like all right what are the reasons why people who sit there and tell me like they want it they know what they need to do because i've told them yet like i talked to them two days after I've told them what to do. And they, like you said, they don't do it. So it's like learning, okay, for that person, why? Like, what is, what is the struggle? Yeah. Like, is it, and like, I've had people say like, Alex, I'm like, I'm really scared to like really give this 100% because like I failed so many times at so many different like diets or challenges that I'm like, I'm probably going to fail at this. So why even try? And it's like, at that point, you really have to take, you have to like really get them to trust you mm -hmm. and to like take the, the, the leap with you. But for somebody else, it could be like, they just, they don't feel um, uh, like motivated. It, yeah, it could be that. It could be that they don't actually want it. It's like they should, mm. they should want to do, they know they should exercise. They know they should eat healthier, but there's not that like, really passionate like why and i'm like why do you want to do that it's like well like i know i should be healthier it's like, it's like but well, you can be healthier and but not have that specific yeah goal. but it's like but why do you want to be healthier so i feel better it's like the people who really want to change i find are the ones who come to us and they're like i am sick and tired i am like i want to be able to like keep up with my kids mm -hmm. like i'm tired of like being on medication I'm tired of like lacking control and feeling guilty every night because I like ate too much. Like I need to get, like, I'm tired. That is like, I want to change. Like they yeah. have a why. And, and so I think figuring out why, what the discrepancy is, like what's preventing them from like actually doing it. Yeah. Some people just have such ingrained habits that like they can't just change on a whim. No. And it's like, those are the ones that, uh, yeah, they um, they struggle with nutrition, like doing nutrition in a different way. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, I've you know I've worked with nutrition coaching before, and you know I you know I get my numbers and I hit those numbers and I can't deviate, and um, you know I get the results or whatever. Like maybe they're working, maybe they haven't worked with a coach, maybe they're. I mean, we get this all the time. We have people that come to us from like from templates and I'm not going to name the, the company, but you might be able to guess which company it is. And people come with these uber fragile mindsets because you get a template and it's like, you know, here are your, your five meals or whatever, your three meals and a snack and a post-workout. And this is what needs to be in them. This is what, like, this is when you need to have it. Um, there's no room for flexibility. People do this, you know, they click on the third tab over. That's the most extreme cut without, understanding at all how their training or lifestyle or anything plays into that you know maybe they they lose a bunch of weight they feel like shit they gain it back they come to us and wonder why we're doing things differently mm -hmm. and it's like that mindset like there's more than one way to like to get that goal mm -hmm. and maybe that goal isn't actually what you want um because it takes an extremely like extreme approach approach like that um but that one's like you end up with people who are very like they're like no this is how you this is how you have to do it mm -hmm. like just tell me how many grams of this to eat 
per meal. And it's like, why would I tell you that? You can eat whatever you want for whatever meal you want. Mm -hmm. Like, what if I give you a meal plan and then you like, you go on vacation or you don't have any oatmeal. Yeah. Or we get a client from like, I mean, we have clients from like Bangkok and it's like, I can't give them. Yeah. I don't know what food is like in Bangkok. Like it's probably fine. I just don't know what it is. Or mm -hmm. even like Sweden. Like we have a yeah. ton of people in Sweden. And they eat completely different diet. Not completely, but, but it's, it's like different. Yeah. I can't be like, Hey, uh, Victor, can you go get a bunch of sweet potatoes? Yeah. Like when, <laughs> when we were in Sweden and like we went shopping and I was like, they don't have any of the food I like. Like yeah. they did, but it was all like so a little bit different. Yeah. Like the, the produce is different. Mm -hmm. Like the, like well, the way people get protein in there, it's just like it, a meal plan doesn't work. Like there is no meal plan that's going to work for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't teach you how to, how to do things. It doesn't teach you that, that flexibility and balance is totally fine. Mm -hmm. It's like people are like, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to a, a friend's birthday party. I'm like, cool. Like don't track that. Yeah. Like, you know, there are some people who maybe should be a little more cognizant, but, um, you know, understanding, like get people to, getting people to understand that like it's one meal out of the month or like, you know, two or three out of the year that you're going to really blow it out. It's not going to matter. Yeah. I think the, like the main takeaway is that this, like, there are so many different reasons for why, like somebody who knows what they need to do doesn't get it done it, yeah. immediately like and as I said like the perfect client and I shouldn't have said like perfect somebody who just does everything I say I mean it's satisfying for a coach to be like hmm, I'm right like it worked <laughs> but it's also seriously satisfying when a client comes to you and they can't figure it out and it's like all right we got to back up like whatever those macros I sent you like the original plan like let's leave it for now like we need to back it up yeah. And we need to figure out like, all right, so why are you overeating? Like, why are you binging? Like, talk to me here. Like, what are the triggers? All right. So maybe we shouldn't be tracking because that gives you anxiety. Like there are so many different approaches and like figuring out what the best approach for that person is. Yeah. Whether it's like, okay, we need to like totally get back down to like habit building, or maybe we need to like unpack some of these like things that cause you to emotionally eat. Like have yeah. you ever, you know, opened up about this? Like, all right, maybe the guilt, like, let's let go of the guilt. Let's talk about the guilt so that like, you're not repeating that cycle of like binging and restricting because you're guilty. Yeah. And it's, it just really, really, really depends on the person. Yeah. And figuring out why, like if you can get them to figure out why, like I remember, you know, I have this client now, um, who, yeah, she came and like her, why was I want to lose weight, but I have a history of disordered eating. And like, I, I kind of got the impression that she wasn't eating enough. She wasn't sleeping enough. So, um, you know, I've been working with her. Gosh, it's probably been since like April now. And I never even gave her like a target other than like, we kind of, we worked on sleep. We got that under control for her. That was literally the only thing that I had her track was her sleep. And then I just had her start. I was like, just eat whatever, like track your food. This is kind of what I want your meal structure to look like. I'd like you to have like three meals and a couple snacks or whatever. Track it. Let me see what that looks like. Never gave her a target. The only target I eventually gave her, I think was like maybe protein. And then like her calories just kind of fluctuate up and down and that like, she has done amazing with that. Um, like she's lost and she's like a pretty athletic person. Doesn't need to lose a ton of weight, but has lost weight to her target, her target, her athletic performances and improved a ton like she's happier. She doesn't, you know, have control issues like she used to. And so like for her getting her where she wanted without triggering old behaviors 
was like it kind of required a new approach and that one kind of opened my eyes like yeah there's a there's might be a better way to do this with people that isn't you know so so focused on on the numbers Mm -hmm. which i like like i had a and i had a client who recently she she like joined and then left and then was like no i'm ready now and came back like a month later and then didn't really respond to my text and like was kind of tracking kind of not like didn't respond and i'm like hey how's it going like can i help you with any like you know and we say in the plan like you know this program is very much based on like a high level of communication like i want to develop a relationship with you like we got to work on like what's working what's not like you know this plan can be changed we need to find a balance like we drive that home hard when we kind of um you know get someone going and she like emails me kind of two weeks later and was like yeah no this isn't going to work for me like I'm so stressed out about hitting my macros I'm so stressed out about like bringing food everywhere it's just like this isn't working I have to cancel it's like we could have talked about plan b but I think (laughs) going back to the like whole template thing and like just a lot about nutrition is like people view like for for something to work a nutrition program to work it has to be very like extreme Mm -hmm. and restrictive and structured and it's like Mm, no yeah it actually doesn't it doesn't and the more extreme and more structured it is uh the the less longevity i think you have yeah it's like yeah i mean like we've like obviously like you know we've bought a few templates just to kind of see what like see what they're about and it's like you get you okay you so you go and you pay you pay like a hundred dollars to what do a carb challenge or whatever you get and I don't know I know what's in our plan and I know what we charge for it and you pay $100 and you get an email that has a PDF that's literally just like like a word document doesn't have any information about you as a person and it's like go to this website to calculate your macros I was like what and so it's like and people pay and they'll do that and it's like it's got to feel so different when you sign up with a company like our, and we're not the only people who do this, but you know, it's like, Hey, yeah, we're going to like, we're going to work with you. I need 48 hours to read through your intake form, understand what's going on with you, follow up with some additional questions and like actually like stop and think about the, like the numbers that I'm going to give you and why, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm -hmm. And you know, if they're not what you expected, then I'm going to explain why that is. And like if I need to leave some numbers out, we need to do something different first. Then I'll explain why that is. Yeah. And like, and it's not going to be extreme. I'm going to force some balance into your life, regardless of your goals. And that's how it should be because like everyone, you have a diet. If you eat food, you have a diet. Yep. Like you don't need to be on a diet. You just need to eat like a normal human being and like honestly stress about food a little bit less. We like often, so in our, in, in our intake form, we ask for um, if you're currently tracking macros, um, and if you are, what are they? And then if you've tracked macros in the past, what they were, how long you tracked for, what you thought of them, how did you feel on them, pr- pretty much any information relevant to like your experience on either your previous macros or current macros. And a lot of the times we get, yeah, so um, I they were they were this. I was eating like 1,900 calories. But like, I just wasn't sure because there were some days where I was hungry. So, and some days where it, mm-hmm. it seemed to like too much. And then I, I didn't really know if it was right. So I didn't really follow it. But then like some days I did. So I didn't really see, know if they worked. And I'm kind of like, okay, so that's 
I think part of the problem with like execution of following a plan or people will say, yeah, so my whoop tells me I burn this many calories. So I feel like, um, 1900 was too much and, and they don't trust, they don't trust it because yeah, they're getting it from like some, um, templated program or website where it's just like you plug it in or an app where like none of your personal information is like, what, what have you been eating for the last five years of your life? Are you on any medication? Do you mm-hmm. have a medical history we need to know about? How much are you sleeping? Like stuff that actually impacts. Yeah. Your... It's like even like, have you lost weight in the past? Like mm-hmm. if you get, for example, like just to, to talk about an example, if you get a hundred and uh, let's just say a hundred and sixty pound female and she wants to lose some weight, let's say 10 pounds and you, you go to a website to calculate your macro intake or whatever. There's tons of these websites. You say, I'm a 160 pound female. I'm five foot five, you know, 35 years old, want to lose 10 pounds. Sweet. That, that website is going to crank out some numbers and it's going to, you know, it's going to say, this is your baseline TDEE. This is your base metabolic rate. You know, this is a 15% cut. This is a 20% cut. This is a 30. And a 160 pound female who has been 160 pounds for years is going to probably have success with those numbers. A 160 pound female who was 200 pounds six months before is unlikely to have success with those numbers. It's not the same. Yeah. Like as much as we like to think that it is, your dieting history matters. Yeah. I will say though that if you're somebody who has never tracked macros or like tracked food or take, take, you know, tried something new with their nutrition to like eat healthier or whatever, get uh, an, an idea of where you're at. Those websites aren't a bad start. No, they like actually... they're, they're a good start. And so like, I wouldn't deter someone from going there right from, you know, the get go. But my point is, is that if you're getting numbers from websites like that, it's very likely that like, you're not, you might not trust them. Like that's what, we, that's yeah. my point is like, people come to us and like, I just didn't know because of, I don't know if it applies to me because yeah but there's a there's also a really easy way to figure it out and it's just it's like do the numbers for four to eight weeks and see what happens exactly like you have to stick with them and see what happens like the body it's like it's it's science and as much as we like to think that we're all like unique flowers we're not the number of people that have an actual like mm, metabolic condition that prevents them from gaining or losing weight super small yeah um and it doesn't matter, like, it doesn't matter. Like, so what if you have numbers that you might not lose weight on for four, eight weeks? Who cares? It doesn't matter. What you end up with at the end of that, if, if you, if you track your intake and actually understand what you're eating, like if you have eight weeks of consistent calorie intake and you didn't lose any weight, that's like gold for a nutrition coach. That's what I want. That's what I wish I had from every single client mm-hmm. that comes on board. Cause I'm like, oh my God, it's beautiful. I know exactly what your baseline intake is and mm-hmm. we can work off that. So like that's, it's not the worst case scenario to like, to try something and, and not get the exact results that you want. I think another problem with like another reason that people aren't following through with what they know that they should be doing to reach their goals is that like going back to that instant gratification thing. Mm -hmm. So if they want to lose weight and they type in, or even like on our plan, if they're like, okay, I'm going to give you a deficit based on what I know about you, based on what you're eating now, I'm going to give you a deficit. You should be losing around 0.5 to one pound per week. Within the first two or three weeks, no weight loss off the program. Yeah. 
And I'm like, all right, that is not the way weight loss works. For some people, they might lose 0.5 to one pound per week. Mm -hmm. But like sometimes it takes a little. Or sometimes like, yeah, we need to recalculate your macros because like maybe these other macros you were telling me that you were following, you weren't really following. Or like, I don't know. There's other things that maybe something's changed in your life. Yeah. Um, but it's like if if somebody doesn't see something immediately, it's like you're we're done. Or like a client will will um, you know, fail to see the other benefits that they're seeing through the nutrition program. Yeah. And it's all about like weight loss or the number on the scale. And so it's, if you're not giving them the exact results or if they're not getting the exact results from this um, macro nutrition program, whatever they're following Mm -hmm. right away, then they're done. It doesn't work. Yeah. And I think like we've talked about this a lot. Like it's one of the reasons I really like CrossFit gyms and like that type of gym community is like you can be doing, um, you know, whatever with your nutrition, trying to gain weight, lose weight, um, clean things up, whatever you have that whole community. He's going to validate you every day on, on what you can do with your body instead of just like waking up every morning, getting on the scale, not seeing the number that you want, and then completely ignoring other qualitative measures that are in your life. Like how well your sleep is improved or how much better you feel in workouts. And, um, it's, I really like group training for that. I feel like, um, it's, it's a really great thing when you start focusing on like what your body can do for you versus like, Oh, I didn't lose any weight Mm -hmm. (laughs) last night, you know? Yep. So, um, that's kind of getting off track about why people can't put the pieces together, but I do think it's easier to put it together when you're surrounded by supportive community for sure. Yeah. And that was going to be my next point. Like another reason why I think there's that disconnect is the, um, lack of support. So, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts, but if you're not in an environment where like your new habits are being supported, whether it's your family, your friends, or you, your gym or Mm. lack of gym or lack of like, um, exercise support group, then you're just, it's, you're going to be all alone trying to make these really, really hard changes. And then you're also battling biology. You're battling, um, you know, some sort of like confusion maybe, or like impatience, the desire to like, we're, I don't know, worry about. Yeah. I mean, if it's simple, if you go like even on a family level, like if you go home and your significant other is, if you guys are not on the same page, like it's really hard mm-hmm. to to do your own thing. And like if you are with someone who wants to eat pizza and drink beer every night and you're trying to like to, to be healthy, then... Um, <laughs> Ivy, man. Okay, we're like cat. trying to focus. This is why I'm like keep stumbling over my words is like I'm trying to like talk and talk to Meredith and our cat is in this big box like popping her head up like a little what do you call those like gopher (laughs) whack-a-mole whack-a-moles anyway she knows how to really anyway that's why I'm like not make probably make not making any sense at all I don't even remember what I was just saying no we're we're talking about support it's hard like you know if your significant other is not trying to be healthy and you are it's and then you get into the whole projection of insecurities but that's i mean we've talked about this before like yeah you guys know about this um so surrounding yourself with people who are on the same page or having even having a like a friend you can call and um you know talk about how you're doing and hold you accountable in that way 
that goes a long way. Like a little accountability from wherever you need to get it, um, can, can really make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like basically, I think from a coaching standpoint, like to kind of tie it all up, like, um, as coaches, we have to resist the urge to bombard our clients with all of the information that we know, which as a coach, as an evidence-based nutrition coach, you should constantly be trying to educate yourself on what's out there. And it's great. It's good to know that. It's good to put it in the universe so that people, un they understand that like these people are well-educated, but like less why, more how yeah, for agreed. coaching. And also understanding and we're sorry that we can't give you like the magic answer on like why you want to do something but you're not doing it there's so many different reasons but i think it boils down to like getting a support system under like being confident in the plan that you have like be confident that like you will progress and make sure that you have somebody who's keeping you like on track like accountability mm -hmm. whether that kind of ties into support but also it's different Yes. like a coach or a friend or you know a group yeah. and then the support just making sure you you know people are being respectful of what you're trying to accomplish yeah i think i read this the other day like uh, and patience yeah yeah the sign of a like a good coach is someone who like you sometimes get frustrated with because they don't they're not going to tell you that things are going to happen quickly mm -hmm. or you know they're like yeah this is going to take some time and it's not what you want to hear um because like good things do take time and I think like I've always said like progress is the most motivating of all things like if you can get someone like just like a nugget of progress on whatever they're trying to do that will usually continue like keep them on the path for a little bit longer but sometimes like I think that we expect that nugget of progress a little too soon mm -hmm. and so um being patient with not only yourself being patient with your clients if you're the client be patient with yourself yeah and kind of understand what's you know what's reasonable if you get a coach and they're like yeah we're for sure 30 pounds 30 days let's go yeah it's time to find a new coach do you ever um do you ever get those clients where i guess like maybe they don't really like know like they're like nutrition coach coach nutrition food like macros and then you like you start talking to them and you're like asking them like questions mm -hmm. or like trying to get a little bit more personal and it's just like they're like not having doing? it yeah. <laughs> you're like okay yeah it's like no get just out stick to the numbers <laughs> <laughs> but also i'm gonna keep doing this <laughs> yeah i have definitely annoyed people into quitting before like yeah, that's I'm... and i'm proud of that like that's just who i am and if you don't like it like we'll see ya yeah <laughs> But I think that's, you know, that also is what, what makes our brand a little different. Yeah. Um, we are sort of borderline annoying like that. Yeah. I try not to annoy people too much, but. No. I think when you're, t when you're texting someone three times a week, it's like you Eventually, might annoy like, somebody. Yeah. And it's, I've, I've recognized like the signs to like cut the conversation. It's mm -hmm. okay. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't like, you know, someday. Yeah. I usually, mm -hmm. I, f I feel the what do you call it Orange? read the room i read the room read the room even yeah. though we're texting it's harder it's harder but i try to read the room yeah for sure um I'm trying to think of how to wrap this up man alex i don't know i would say 
the main takeaway is just to make sure that if you've tried something and you haven't had success, to not stop trying. Try something different. There's just there's too many different options. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you've like you're a failure just because like you know the one or two things that you've tried in the past haven't they they could be they they could have not worked for many reasons. Yep, like straight up an ineffective strategy, or um you know maybe it didn't work with your lifestyle or like other things that are important. It's like that's totally fine. Yep, maybe maybe you just need to find like a smaller piece to change first. Like yeah. start small and then build on that. Yeah. Don't try to change everything at once. There are yeah, there's 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 more ways to more ways than one to skin a cat. Oh. I think Ivy just heard that. She ran off. <laughs> I was like, who would skin a cat? I mean, like, look at her. She does have a nice pelt. I mean, like, that would keep you warm. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Like just like around the neck or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then put a support structure in your life, you know, friends, coaches, whatever you need. Um, and if you, you know, you don't have what you need, reach out and find it. Yeah. And if you try something, try it for longer than a week, please. Yes, please. Like multiple weeks. Yeah. Like time is a, a week is not very long. No. Two weeks isn't very long. Think about if, like how long it took you to get to a certain point uh -huh. to develop the habits you have to gain weight, to, you know, be in the position you're in fitness wise. Like you're not just going to reverse that in a week. You might not even see even just a little bit of progress in a week. Yeah. Even if your goals are not weight loss, if you're like, I just want to crush it in the gym. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, how long, like how old are you? How long have you been not crushing it in the gym? No offense. Like yeah. you, everybody starts somewhere. I was a gross beginner when I started. But it also took like years. Yeah. Years. I've been doing this for like 10 years. It's insane. Yeah. Um, so don't like. And you people... still can't do a Turkish get up. No, I can't. <laughs> but people get very frustrated when like they're not progressing as, you know, as quickly as they think they should. I'm like, well, why do you get to decide how quickly you progress? Yeah. Like that's not up for you to decide. Yep. So, so try something new. Give it time. And if that if that fails to work, try something else. Yep. And if you run out of different things to try, then reach out to somebody who might be able to help. Yeah. Training, nutrition, whatever. Like mm -hmm. there are so many people out there, experts in the field who, uh, who know their shit. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Um, we will see you guys. If you're going to, if you're local and you're in Edmonton, we'll see you this weekend. If you're in Calgary, we'll see you next weekend. If we normally see you at the gym, you can awkwardly say that you listen to our podcast and really like it and we'll act awkwardly like gra <laughs> gracious as we always do. It's very strange to listen to your own voice. It is. Um, we appreciate you. If you're not local, we appreciate you listening and sharing the episode if you like it. We promise we're going to do more of these. Um, we're going to we're going to put them on the calendar. And yeah, we're going to we're going to create a schedule so that we do them like once or twice every week. Yeah. And if you ever want to hear about anything specific, whether it's like nutrition, fitness, personal, this is kind of like an all encompassing podcast. So throw us your ideas and we'll try to knock them out. Yep. All right. We will talk to you guys later. <laughs>